стадиум Джункис. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Let's Just Talk About. I'm your host, Tony Lopez, and uh, alongside me is Jeff Burtis. Jeff? Man, we should, man, uh, we had a little, you had to move, we had stuff to do. This We should have been doing this for a while ago, but hey. Like yeah, that. but you know, again, but also it might be, it might be good for, like, that we had to, like, wait for a little while because it, it allowed both of us to really get some things together as as far as our thoughts on the uh super bowl super bowl 56 in los angeles los angeles uh between the los angeles rams and the cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, man this game yes it wasn't as high scoring as a lot of people anticipated but mm-hmm. damn it was actually good Damn, we weren't hating on either quarterback. No, we weren't. Like, it it was definitely one of these times where, man, we actually got a good game, and it wasn't just because Tom Brady was in it. Thank fucking God. Man, shots fired at Tom Brady, huh? Uh, Well, he, He he, you know what? Enjoy retirement, Brady. Like, legit this time, enjoy retirement. Because we know for sure. Don't even yeah. think about coming out of retirement, you old bastard. You just don't want him coming back and we'll take, getting another ring. I would much rather... Look, at this point, before we get on to the Super Bowl itself, uh, on Brady, I want to say I would much rather see somebody else get an opportunity and Brady to come back, take that opportunity for one or two seasons, and hey, you know, if he if, if he if he wants a ring, if he wants a ring, I he mean, has seven be- of them. He needs somebody else more- get a chance. Tony, Let somebody else get three. a chance. No, he, no Tony, he's Tony, already, Tony, he's he already the go- greatest athlete in American sports history. I'm gonna go ahead and three say more. It. He needs three more for a second Infinity Gauntlet. He's not Bill. Russell. I want I want I want him to be like that. Po- no, that little cover no, of Green don't. Lantern. No, you don't. All the rain. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. You don't care about that. What we care about is the fact that Jalen Ramsey. No, that's what you care about, sir. Jalen Ramsey got burnt multiple times in this game. First of all, multiple that one times. Touch- First of all, that one touchdown he gave up that should not even counted. Um. So yeah, you're speaking of that touchdown in the, in, at the beginning of the second half. I'm looking at that touchdown. Um, that that could have been called either way. I don't care what anybody says. I like no, that was no, that was clear as hell face mask. Don't eat. Oh don't yeah, eat I it. know. I know. I'm just I'm being that, I'm being petty. But at the but same that, time, yeah, you, refs, yeah, you're being refs, petty. Hey, don't be refs that. view. Refs view was skewed. I looked at like where the ref was. He he couldn't see the face mask from that angle. Yes. So you Same saw time. that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Um first half was the Rams half. But Oh, let's we, and also let's be on. Get better soon, OBJ. Get dude, better. Dude. And as soon like tell me I'm tell me I'm wrong. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, that's ACL. He's gonna be out for a while. Non-contact, oh, yeah. didn't touch anybody. 
But whoever decided to put a prop bet on Odell having one touchdown in this game, God, you are lucky. <laughs> Let's see, I'm going to be honest. Had OBJ, uh, had OBJ not gotten hurt, this game would have been a blowout. Yeah, I feel the same way, but at the same time, um, look, Burrow wasn't about to go down without a fight, and guess what? He put up a goddamn fight. He he genuinely put up a fight. But what was he the was, one concern, Tony? Is t- Burrow put up a line. fight? It was the off- it was the offensive line. What was the one thing? I, we watched this together. I'm like, it was the offensive wow. line the entire time. And look, look, they especially got even more agitated in the like the fourth quarter when shit got real, because Donald, Vaughn Miller, and Aaron Donald both had two the sacks, whole, the whole two sacks, the whole defense. But those two, like... those two in particular, were on his ass the entire game, and especially when it came down to closing moments, Aaron literally was like. I want my Give fucking my ring. ring. I want Give my, my ring. ring. Especially he had all that pent up frustration from three years ago mm-hmm. when uh who was it? Motherfucking Brady. Brady blew him out. It was whoa whoa, it wasn't really a blowout. It was just, I say a, uh, I call it a blowout because it was the bummiest fucking game and you scored three points in the fucking Super Bowl. I mean three points what? in the fucking Super Bowl. Fuck you, Jared Goff. Hope you never get back to the bowl. Let's be honest, though. Uh, that, that year, that was the wrong team that represented the NFC. But we ain't talking about that right now. <laughs> Look at you. And I'm gonna, Look at you. And, Look at you. And, uh, yeah, you deserve, you deserve that Super Bowl. Yeah. But... But we ain't talking about that right now. But literally, the defensive line just literally took over. Joe Burrow had like seven, got sat seven times, tied for the most with Roger Staubach in Super Bowl ten. Yeah, okay, and that off that offensive line was the Bengals' offensive line. Literally, is what failed them. And everything also, else is ev- everything else for the Bengals is perfect. Literally, everything else for the Bengals is perfect. Literally. Like the receiving core, great. Even the weird thing, linebackers and secondary, which I also thought was a bit of an issue for them, played fucking great. Played fucking great. Defensive line, uh, your boy Trey Hendrickson and company were going yeah. crazy. The defensive line for the Bengals st- stepped up, but literally once OBJ got hurt, the offense for the Rams became so one-dimensional. They could not run the. They could not run the ball. The only player that uh, showed up was Coop, the Super Bowl MVP Cooper Cup, and Matthew Stafford did not get MVP because of those two interceptions. Let's be and honest here. Let, let's be one. He chunked it into the back of the end zone, hoping for a prayer. It didn't work. The second one, not his fault. Not, not at all. His fault. Not at all. And in my opinion, I don't even think Cooper Cup deserved MVP of the Super Bowl. In my opinion, it should have been Aaron Donald. It should have been Aaron Donald. I agree. I've, I like the fact that they allowed us to keep voting and keep voting and keep voting. And I was like, okay, a bit. I kept repeatedly voting for Aaron Donald. Because he deserved it, man. 
I don't I don't understand anything else. Why would anybody else deserve it when like Cooper Cup had what four like what was it fourteen yards receiving? Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah, he had two touchdowns. Ooh. It was it was that game winning drive that gave uh, Cooper Cup that um the touchdown in the, the end zone the little fade yeah. out in the end zone I, yeah because like, I had caught what was weird is okay me Jeff and the Hammer Time podcast guys were all sitting together and watching the Super Bowl together and you could literally you could literally see the moments where we knew a touchdown was coming because we would call it we would call the touchdowns when we saw it. Like, I was like, oh yeah, if it's one on one on the outside of fade route, it's going to Cooper Cup. He's going to score a touchdown. And was I right? Yes, yes. It was the most obvious call. And then Eli Apple over here looking like a damn douchebag. You want to talk about shit? You want to talk about people who got roasted? You Eli Apple. He said he wanted over. Deserved it. Deserved it. Talking all that noise and just like Eli Apple, you're. You are the goddamn bum. You're the one who Literally, gave up the two. You gave up both touchdowns. This is why you can't even look. They would not throw it Awuzie's way at all, at all. If you've noticed, Shanae yeah. Awuzie like literally was playing the best defense of his life. Look, I'm watching the last touchdown right now. Eli Apple never turned around. He got juked out of his out of his feet, man. Black History Month has been really bad for Eli Apple, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, the Bengals two things in the offseason they really need to focus on. One, getting three, not one, not two, but three offensive linemen. A tackle, a guard, a tackle, uh, guard, and them. One of the tackles is good. Fine. It's <laughs> some other spots that have been like very the guards. The, well, the one, the other tackle, uh, one of the guards, and definitely the center. It's just you need to do something with that offensive line. Also, um, get a second corner. Eli Apple's That's- not it. Eli um, Apple's a bum. He's a bum. I mean, Jeff, you know firsthand that Eli hey, Apple's a bum. Yeah, why do we get... There's a reason why we dropped him. I mean, you guys traded for him from New that Orleans. I didn't. Gave him a shot, but it yeah, didn't from New York. From New York. That's why I apologize. New York. Yeah. Because he was in New yeah. York first. Mm. Also, fuck the Giants. Just, just in general, go Cowboys. Uh, uh, get your biased ass out of here. As, as your, I look at my Emmett Smith jersey hanging on my your, wall, get your bias out of here with that. But yes, Jeff, this is the second straight year that the Super Bowl in yeah, represent. Yep, the, the home team from the city won the Super Bowl. Now, do I expect yeah. this to happen next year? That is Absolute, to be seen. Absolutely not. I will be well, very. Think about it. Think about it. Uh, next year's Super Bowl is in Arizona. No, it's in Vegas. Is it? Yeah, it's in Vegas. Remember? Uh, from what I checked, I thought it was in Arizona. I thought it was in Glendale. Last I checked, it was in Vegas. Hold on. 
Let me let, let's do a little re, check. Re, uh, re, research. Hey Google. Where is Super Bowl Fifty Seven going to be? Sorry, I don't have any information about that. Okay, don't worry about her then. <laughs> yeah, you know what? If you can't hear, I'm gonna see if I can look this up. Oh, 2023 is. Oh, no, no. Uh... Yep, yeah, uh, Glendale, Arizona, State Farm Stadium. Um, well, my bad. My bad. You're okay. No worries. I, I had to double check it because I was like, I think I'm right, but I may be wrong because Vegas does sound like a good possibility. I think the Vegas thing might be two years from now. I know they are going to host the Super Bowl at one time, and when that happens, I'm scared. Ooh, drunks and on the street. Oh, boy. That is, that is a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, I mean, I think Arizona might be safe because at least they've hosted Super Bowls before, uh, especially in that stadium. Um, now, Jeff, real quick, before we move on to anything else sports related, we need to talk about music. We need to talk about the Super Bowl halftime show. Nah, this now, is what you've been waiting on. This was way better than I expected. Because I was like, oh, it's going to be a great Super Bowl halftime show. Because, look, you throw Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige in the halftime show. And then all of a sudden you sneak in a, a wild 50 cent, which was like, wait a minute. But everything worked and the stage setup was insane. That stage setup was insane. Like I'm, I'm looking at fifth, and like everybody was clowning on Fifty Cent for how much, how big he's gotten. I'm like, dude, he looks about he, the same. He, he actually did. He has gotten a lot bigger since 2002, but it's like, for me, it's muscle. Everybody's like, oh, he's wide. He's a dollar now. I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Um, and like it takes a lot of strength to do what he did. He, we was hanging upside down. He got himself up. There's video of him putting himself up and then taking himself back down. <laughs> Man. That takes a lot of strength what he did. And that I, that was just how he started I re, I rewatched the original music video. That's how he yeah. started the song. I'm like, "Wow. What yeah, a nod. Like they recreated it. Yeah, that was the best part. I was like, uh, Mary, "Wow." Mary J Blige out here doing no more drama and a uh, family affair. Kendrick Lamar having to censor lyrics clearly oh god cool. clearly because <laughs> uh all right <laughs> and uh what is it uh good kid mad city good kid mad city literally the the start of the song starts as, as is if pyros and crips all got along they probably gunned me down by the end of this song he had to yeah. censor that but it it, it it was one of those things where, of course, you're not going to be able to say that on the stage. Now, were there still some lyrics that got through? Yes. Were there still some things that was said? Yes. Um, particularly, um, and still Dre, still not loving police. I'm like, I mean, 
You really don't. You really, I mean, it was Actually, very. It was, ha- it, 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 it was one of those halftime shows that you're going to be remembered for a long time because they did it right. Is definitely in my is now in my top three. Oh, you had thought it. You thought about it. I've gone back and I've watched it again and I've rewatched all the other ones that was in my top like five. Mm -hmm. So number one for me is always and forever will be Prince because it's very hard. Yeah, it's very hard to outdo a performance where you're just killing it and it's in the rain. It's legit in the rain. You can't you can't plan that. I mean, circumstances. If it if it wasn't raining, would you still put it up there? Yeah, I think so, because I think Prince is just that good of a performer. But it's also... You can't say circumstance, because it happened. You know what? You can't change what happened. We're not, like, we're not going in a time machine. This isn't back to the future. We're not going to go back and change history. Um, but number two on my list, though, is Beyonce from uh, Super Bowl when the Niners and Ravens were in New Orleans. I Mm. thought that one was incredible. And what was number three was Katy Perry and Missy Elliott and Lenny Kravitz. But this one overtook that easily. Easily, huh? Easily. Can't overtake Beyonce, though. Sorry, can't do it. Mm -mm. I'm curious. What's four and five? Uh, Katie Katie Perry. Perry. And number five. Uh, uh, Bruno Mars. I, I wish they would have gotten I, him a few years later, though. Mm. Um, because his catalog is a lot better now. And I think it's more ready for a halftime show than it was then. All right, so I would say this one. I hate to be that guy, but I really, really enjoyed this halftime show. And I he would didn't dare know I, half the, I'm, I'm going to say this on record. He didn't know half the people's shit. I knew so. I the only one I didn't really know is Kendrick Lamar. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. The only one I really, I don't really listen to Kendrick Lamar. Eminem, yes, I've listened to Mary J. Blige. I grew up. I subconsciously grew up listening to her every time I put pop, she showed up on the radio. Married yeah. and then Fifty Cent, yeah, I yeah, I've heard that song way too many t- in the club. I've ne- heard that song way too many times. Dre, Dre's yeah, Dre and M- Dre and Snoop, yes, and Eminem's my favorite rap, still my favorite rapper. Wish he didn't do Lose Yourself, but I get it. I mean. If you would have done anything else, it would have been a little bit, a little bit like, uh, hmm, mm, it would have been out of place. It would have been out of place. And let's be honest, I don't even think about it. it. Yeah, it's one of those upbeat, like motivational songs, like Th- that, and it's very tame compared to what all other of Eminem oh, yeah. songs. You, you're not. And even, you, yeah. Go, go ahead. You. No, you're right. You're right. It's very tame compared to some of the other stuff he's put out there. And literally, lose yourself is his. You could argue say his most popular song. Everyone knows. Everyone. It's the the one song that has definitely put his 
status over the top. Um, I mean, how many people can say they won an Oscar, a Grammy for the same song? Hey. <laughs> and it was it's the a- best-selling song of 2002. Like period. So there's levels to there's levels to this in terms of music. That song, it, "Lose Yourself," is all the songs they put up there in the club, "California Love," "Family Affair," all all that. They're they're gods here. You the moment you hear that beat, mm-hmm. you know, oh shit, this is gonna be good. And also, let's talk about how sneaky um, that little piano riff before he did the I didn't, Still Dre song. I didn't know. I did not know Drake could do the piano. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, he makes all of his own music. But that piano rift that he did. Tupac. Um, is I Ain't Mad At You by Tupac. Man, like, if, he was, if he was still alive and he performed on this, this would have been God tier. I honestly thought, you know, they were going to play a Tupac verse at least. But I, guess, I, I, I understand why they did I respect, it, of course. I respect it. And also, I appreciate Anderson Pack being on the drums during this performance. Oh, he looked like he was having so much fun. Dude, he gets to be at the Super Bowl. He gets to be <laughs> at the Super Bowl. Like, come on. Who wouldn't be? And look, and the coolest thing about this whole, like, let's talk about the set one more time. The coolest thing about the set was Dre's position in, like, the studio. The thing is, what we didn't realize is he was really in real time curating and mastering the sound of the whole thing. That's that whole studio worked. <laughs> you notice he's hey. actually mixing with the levels and everything during the whole thing, which was fucking wild. Like, <laughs> what? I have never seen anything that live, and he's literally over here fucking with the sound during it. Yes, <laughs> he is a ma- he's a master music producer. Oh God, why do you think it takes? Like everybody wonders why it takes so long for Dr. Dre to put out any kind of like record or it's, anything like that. He's a it's, perfectionist. It's top quality, he like he- yeah, exactly, top quality. He is so much of a perfectionist. Now, okay, there was a few things that I saw, like you know. Uh, going back to yeah him like them having to censor some lyrics there was a few things the nfl told some of the guys not to do and oh they went above and beyond to say fuck you nfl um snoop snoop dog they told him not to wear a blue bandana you know what he did (laughs) he put on the entire blue bandana jumpsuit jesus oh they told him they told him not to kneel no apparently they said he was okay with it if they I think that I think NFL is okay with it because you would have think they would have seen rehearsals. They have to like this is not they have to practice this. So I, you would I think the NFL is okay with it. Now to yeah. get this out the way, my halftime show number one has got to be this one because I can watch I can watch this halftime show like it's out of, none of my business. Back no, to back. The only thing that I'm actually watching this as we speak right now. Same, same. And also Same the amount the- of crip walking in this fucking halftime show is fucking awesome. <laughs> another one you didn't men- another one you didn't mention, but I gotta put up there, Michael Jackson. Dude, that man stood up there. Mm. Go back and rewatch that again, people. Mm-hmm. 
Michael Jackson 1993 Super Bowl halftime performance. Go back and rewatch that. That man stands up there for at least a minute and a half and does nothing. <laughs> hey. <laughs> nothing. And the crowd is going wild for him. That's how you know you're larger <laughs> that's than how, life. That's how he's that damn good. He's that uh, damn good. Uh I gotta rewatch Beyonce. <laughs> I gotta rewatch that one. Oh, it's it's all on. It's in the best part. That one's on YouTube. So you know, um, if you want to find it, it's there. It's number there, Beyonce three and Destiny's Child. Number three, J Lo and Shakira. Ah, uh, yeah, that one's probably number six on that list. Even though I'm like, I love that one. It's just, it was a, it was a lot going on for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number four would probably, I think, uh, number four, Lady Gaga, five, Beyonce. Yeah. Um, this okay. is my opinion. I, I agree with that. I like that. Um, now, for the commercials, they weren't, like, they didn't grab my nothing, attention as they usually would. But there were some, was like, really funny good. moments, like uh, Colin Joust and, uh, what is it, uh, Scarlett Johansson, yeah. they are. They are they are funny together, and to see them in a commercial like that it was actually hilarious. And it was an Amazon commercial of all things, an Amazon and then, commercial. And also very cryptocurrency bait. There were a lot of crypto, crypt Bitcoin and all yeah, that, that was, stuff. Yeah, that was the yeah that was the weird one. Uh, like there's a ton, a ton of crypto related things. I I understood it. Um. Because, you know, crypto is, like, really big in our society. I'm just glad there was no commercial for, like, anything NFT-related. Because I would have been screaming if it was. Um, NFTs. The, the Pringles uh, getting your hand stuck in the uh, stuck in the that can. One, that was nice. Uh, uh, let's see. The Wasn't the very first one for, like, the Paralympics that just turned out to be a Toyota one? We're like, wait. I was like, what, what is this? What is this? Don't confuse me. It literally confused the shit out of me. Um, of course we got the Doctor Strange sixty minute thing, the sixty second one. <laughs> us, look, we, I can't make this up. We told Jeff you had to wait until afterwards <laughs> to watch it. And guess what? We're not going to talk about it. This yes. is not that podcast. Not I mean, not yet. We're we'll have, uh, in the during we'll the off season. A, we'll, we'll, just be, have, we'll just have a Marvel episode. We'll just have a Marvel episode one of these times. The, I don't care. Tony, uh, the, cool. you know what? We'll the do the Marvel episode before Doctor Strange comes out in theaters. We're switching just for, not just from sports, just pop culture in general. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. We could do a Marvel episode. Um, and with, with no football, it, it's post football depression about to hit. Yeah. Also, uh, the Planters. Uh, mixed nuts commercial which was actually fucking hilarious it's like wait you eat one nut at a time what are you talking about you're supposed to put a handful in your hand and eat the whole thing and i was actually in full of greens with a handful of nuts not one at a time no who the hell eats the nut okay we're not gonna do this <laughs> <laughs> um hey you can satisfy each uh each of them right if you eat them all in a handful you're just gonna devour them you won't get the satisfaction true uh also the chevy um the chevy silverado electric commercial was actually kind of cool um oh, the tommy commercial 
Also, that the, Nissan commercial with uh, or jo- it's the Jones, like the Jones, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, Jones, oh, Jones, jo- ha- ha- Jones, Jonas. But wait a minute, no, you're not supposed to be here. The but, GM doctor, the GM doctor, evil. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that that was that was like all the commercials for me. That's all that really mattered. That's um, all. Now. now Oh, can we, I'm, can so we talk about NBA, what to... I'm, I'm so glad I have NBA related stuff on my screen right now. Ah, uh, NBA. Um, okay, All Star Game was cool. All Star Game was cool. It was lazy, but it was cool. Um, because really, let's be real. The fourth quarter of every All Star Game is where things start to intensify, and it it did like usual, of course. But all-star game fine great 163 160 Stephen Curry had 50 points on shit uh 16 three-pointers in the game mother of Jesus <laughs> you can't say nothing he, he yes he's the greatest shooter one, one of those three-pointers was a floater yeah, I literally, I literally looked at it and I was like it was a running floater I'm like you cheeky bastard Good, good on you. Um, also, you know, uh, they also uh, officially had the the seventy fifth anniversary team on, like, as much as they could on one stage at the same time, um, which was very cool. Um, thinking thinking about it, it's like really there's seventy six players on the seventy fifth anniversary team just because there was a tie between writers and voters and shit like that. And I was like, what? What's going on here? But you still couldn't put Tracy McGrady on the list. Fuck you guys. Hey. Uh, um, probably my favorite thing about All-Star Weekend was not NBA-related, technically. Um, versus and Bleacher Report did a AI versus T-Mac highlight battle. And that was so sick. Because it, <laughs> if you ever wanted to feel nostalgic about... NBA passed, that was it. That was it right there, especially our era of watching basketball. Allen Iverson crossovers, TI cross, T Mac crossovers, uh, dunks, game winners, everything. And it was weirdly hosted by a fat joke. But I was like, all right, <laughs> cool. Um, now, um, the worst. Things about All Star Weekend. Let's start with not let's just so get bad. It. Let's get not at so it. Bad. Oh, not so bad. Okay, not the I mean, ugly. It was, bad. Oh. it was bad, but it was not so bad. Um, <laughs> the skills competition. Uh, the new format was absolute garbage. Um, don't know why it was like it. Uh, just go back to the way it was. The big. Let's let's go back to having. The big man versus the little guys, because that was working. That was entertaining as hell. Don't give me this three-on-three format bullshit. <laughs> Where we got to see the Antetokounmpo brothers versus rookies who don't know how to shoot a basketball, might I ask. And versus oh. the Cavaliers. Literally, Cade Cunningham during it shot an air ball. Oh, boo. Like, dude, you're an NBA. You're an NBA player. Like, come on, let's do something better. Um, 
the three-point contest was actually pretty good. I actually enjoyed Carl uh, Anthony Towns winning it, uh, especially like watching the video before of freaking Steph Curry giving him pointers on what he would do in the three-point contest because, you know, Steph has won the three-point con- three contest. Yes, he and- has. All right. All jokes aside, this was not the worst dunk contest in history. It's it's bad. It's pretty bad. It's bad, but it's, it's not. I'm, I'm, I'll say it. It's not the worst. How? The, go back and watch 97. Swear to God, go watch 97. <laughs> um, my thing was actually, I, I actually am like one of the uh, guys who was looking at some of the dunks and how impressive they were. The only person who impressed me was Obi Toppin. Because the the last dunk that he did, I have apparently not even pro dunkers have attempted that dunk. The between the legs off the backboard dunk. Nobody has attempted that. And he did that during a dunk contest. Not even pro dunkers do that. Now, the thing is, the the thing with this dunk contest that made it so abysmal was all the missed opportunities, all the missed okay. dunks, right? Here's here's what it was. Here's what it was. One, Jalen Green and uh, Cole Anthony clearly came in the contest not practicing a goddamn thing. Uh, not a goddamn thing. Juan Toscano, uh, Juan Toscano Anderson mm, shouldn't have been there. Sorry, dude. Look, you're you're great role player on the Warriors. You're not a dunker. But Obi Toppin, this is the second straight year in the dunk contest, and well deserved. Yeah. I mean, now here, what there are dunkers all around the country, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, well, I would this, here's here's my experimental take, right? Okay. Is your how do you fit the dunk contest? Because. Man, the three-point contest took over. That's the more exciting do you, thing. Do you want to know how I think you would fix the dunk contest? <laughs> you go outside of the NBA and get dunkers. I, that's what I was about. That's what I was about to but point out. My, my my thinking is, you get two um two pro dunkers versus two NBA players and like everybody's for himself of course mm-hmm. and you would at least get more options you know for that like and I, I still think um, personally that the pro dunker would win but that would if you put pro dunkers in there you're gonna make the NBA players feel like shit for not having the, the skill and the repertoire like these guys. A, mil- a million dollars and also a million dollars to the charity that you um... yeah exactly the charity of your choice or I, feel like I, mean, they don't have any, I, I feel like they don't have anything to play for they really don't it's but... a good PR it's a good PR move and literally the, the good like dunks we've seen almost every dunk there's only so much you can do about slamming it down. True. Remember how remember how innovative it was when Blake Griffin just dunked over a car? 
you remember 2016, the probably the greatest dunk contest of all time. Is that the one with Dwight? No, that's the one with um, Aaron Gordon and uh, Zach Levine. Mm. Holy crap. So they literally went dunk for dunk for dunk for dunk for dunk. And it was like 50 after 50 after 50 after 50. Dunk. Uh, but look, they, they, here's how bad the 90. Let me explain to you how bad the 97 dunk contest was. They after the 97 dunk contest, the NBA did not have a dunk contest for two years. I think that's I think that's going to be the same for uh, this like. But to be fair, I mean they did have like the '97 dunk contest had Kobe. He barely did anything. <laughs> no, seriously, Still. go back and watch it. I mean, go back and watch it. It was uh, Kobe won by default. By default, huh? Yeah, I mean it wasn't a good contest. It really wasn't. Um, no. But um, now he, you got to fix this. NBA, please fix this. Yeah, exactly. Um. I want to be the person to say this. I don't understand. Oh, because we haven't been on since the trade deadline. Oh. Um, That's right. I don't understand how Russell Westbrook didn't get traded. One. But I enjoy the fact that James Harden and Ben, uh, ben Simmons got traded for each other. Um, also, um, it reports are saying that we're recording this on Tuesday, February 22nd, and he is James Harden is due to make his season debut this Friday. Nice for the Sixers, at least season debut for the Sixers. And then, um, looks like we could be getting Ben Simmons in a matter of weeks because, you know, he hasn't been training but now he's in the gym. What's the scary thing is I saw a clip of him make at least eight, nine straight three-pointers in, in like, practice. Oh, no. Are you telling me this man had the yips just because he was in Philly? Are you telling me this man had the yips just because he was in Philly? Hey. Now, but I want to see it. Here's the thing. I can't say anything until I see it in game action. I really can't. That is, tr- that is true. Imagine him. Think about this. Him, Katie, Kyrie. Now, one thing I want the, want New York City to do is change your freaking restrictions on COVID. Like, here's the thing. We understand how to take care of ourselves. You're allowing other players to come in who are unvaccinated and play in your arena. You can't like Kyrie. That don't make sense. Now Toronto, Toronto, they don't allow anybody who's they don't allow anybody to come in who's unvaccinated. Hey, at least they're equal. True. I mean, look, all the players on the Toronto Raptors are vaccinated for a reason. Because in order to play in Toronto, you have to be vaccinated. It's just my thing of. Look, we you remember that little bit of time where we thought Ben Simmons was unvaccinated? 
Yeah. Apparently, during that whole break, he actually did get vaccinated. Good. Um. Now the real kicker is. Uh, let's let's talk as Mavs fans for a second here. Um, Kristaps Porzingis being traded to the Washington Wizards. Oh wow! For Bertans and Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, look, I am not mad at this trade at all. I actually, when I heard about the trade at first, I was like, "Oh, all right." I'm pleasantly surprised with what we got because my issue was. That man can't stay healthy. Kristaps Porzingis could never stay healthy. Yeah. And I mean, never. Somebody, I think Tim Legler said it best. Uh, yeah, he's called the, unicor- the unicorn for a reason, but he's also a unicorn because you can barely see him. You never, you never see him. <sighs> and it's like exactly. it makes sense. It makes sense. He's seven foot three with guard-like skills, but. You never see him on the court. Never see him uh, on the court. APP. Can I get APP on friggin' Ben Simmons? We have a missing Ben Simmons report. Exactly. Now, Bertans is a perfect guy to bring in, especially him. He didn't have, he wasn't having a great season, but give him a different set of circumstances and you give him a Luca who will pass him, pass it to him when he's open. Perfect. Three point shooter. Dinwiddie, I, I actually feel like Dinwiddie is one of those guys who really, I don't think they're going to start him. I think he'll come off the bench and be one of those guys who take the ball out of Lucas' hands and allow him to work like that. Like I think actually he there would be times where Dinwiddie will be on the court. Luka won't be there. Dinwiddie will be the primary ball handler. Either him or Jalen Brunson. The Brunson burner. And now you traded Kristaps' contract. Good riddance. That was Fucking a bad re- You better, I swear, you better resign Jalen Brunson in the offseason. I don't think they can afford him. Trading Kristaps' contract makes it a little bit easier to afford him. But also, the crazy part is. The cap space that they just freed up on the, after that after trading that contract. There's a possibility yeah. the Mavs could be going after a big name free agent in the next two to three years. Don't give me hope. Don't do that. I'm telling you, it's Tony, a real it's, possibility, Jeff. It's you, not you gonna got, happen. You got, no, no. Listen, you got Luca. Everything could happen. Everything <laughs> could happen. People, stop. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. I'm not just be, I'm not just saying this. Look, people actually like Luca. People want to play with Luca. Look, my thinking is the person I see coming out of anybody is a uh, uh, Jokic from the Denver Nuggets. Man. They Man, those that's... two like each other so much that it would not surprise me if he came to Dallas. Don't give me hope, man. I don't I, and I don't see I don't see Luca going anywhere because look, man, we're giving him everything. We are literally giving him everything. It's just how I, much how, how much, much more, pay 
how how it's not even patience because Luca's doing everything he can. It's yeah. we need help from everywhere else. We need yes. we need to have this team looking to be a not just a playoff contender, a possible finals contender uh, within, the next few within the next few seasons. This year's not it. This year's not it. It's just not. At some point, though, we we need that to happen. Um. Now, uh, Jeff. All right, Major yes. League Baseball. Uh, what about it? Owners, why do you feel the need to try to undercut minor leaguers? The guys who are working their asses off to play the game to get to Major League, get to the Major League. Why, why would anybody want to co up the spring training when you're trying to offer literally nothing? You're, 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 you don't want to pay. You don't want to pay the minor leaguers to come to spring training. You want it to be like a full-fledged tryout? Tryout. Tryout. No. Tryout. No. Jeff, it's spring training. You're at a major league spring training. Everybody else there is getting paid something. Don't try to make these minor leaguers come. They're not going to come. They're not they're not going to come. They're not going to come. That's so fucking stupid. Try out. Jeff, free you, for free. Jeff, it's, it's fucking stupid. You know it's stupid. I know it's stupid. I'm just making fun of it. I know Manfred, you do. Manfred, you're a fucking idiot. Nah, they just the owners are just being greedy. Isn't that obvious? Now, this is why we haven't that's why like they, they I just heard they pushed back to start a spring training to uh, March 5th. I think it's going to get keep getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back cuz I don't think we're going to have baseball this year. I genuinely don't. That would be that would be a bad move and you know it. Oh, it would be a horrible move. But guess what? If that's what it takes to get everything right, we'll have a strike. We'll have a, we have a lockout. It'll be 1990, 1994 all over again. No baseball season. That's going to be sad. It's just... Get the numbers right. Get the numbers right. Give me the numbers. Like, get the numbers for the minor leaguers' pay. Get the numbers for minimum contracts right. Because you're still making money off of all these TV contracts that you have. And maybe, just maybe, you know what? Let's talk about putting the money back into players' pockets a little bit more than the owners. <laughs> and That's I'm not funny. just and I'm not even just talking about the top names. I'm talking about down, all the way down. It doesn't make sense for for the MLB to be making so much money that you can't actually, you know, give the players what they want, what they've earned over time. 
Give yeah, me what and I want. The, and, and here's the thing. If we're going to talk business. Major League Baseball is the third option in major sports in America. Third option. People would much rather watch the National Football League and the National Basketball Association before they watch Major League Baseball. Mm. America's pastime no more. That belongs to football. What's more entertaining, sitting here and watching people throw a ball and hit with a stick or watching people slam dunk, shoot shoot baskets from way downtown i'm sorry it's true i i don't even mean mean to be mean like that but it's the pace of the game like i i like baseball but if you told if you told me i had three options in one day to go to either a basketball game a football game or a baseball game i would probably choose the baseball the basketball or the football game before i would choose the baseball game that's it's not disappointing it's the truth is it yeah because when i go to a baseball game i'm really i'm barely paying attention to the game uh, that's disappointing with you but hey you're really, i will sit yeah. i will sit there and watch the entirety of a football game i will wait until a timeout or a halftime or an end of a quarter to go to the concession stand and get something and I will hurry my ass back to my seat. But like, this is why when I go to the American Airlines Center, if I'm not getting something before the game, I would hope that I'm sitting in the platinum section because I am not moving. When I go, like when I go eventually to a football game, an NFL football game at least. It's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be one of those things where um, I'm gonna do every. I'm gonna get there early, like usual. Get what I want. Sit my fat ass down. You and, said it. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. I don't give a fuck. Sit my right. fat ass down and enjoy the entirety of a game. Listen, Jeff. Me and you are going to WrestleMania. I, I wouldn't I would much I would much rather go to a wrestling event than go to a baseball game. Uh, I don't care it's WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, Major League Wrestling. I don't care. Tony, thank you for reminding me. Once we get off air, there's something I have to do. Yeah, uh, yeah, by the way, this man is gonna buy uh <sighs> The WWE Friday Night SmackDown and WWE Hall of Fame 2022 <laughs> tickets at the American Airlines Center for Friday, April 1st. And who knows how long that, that's going to happen. Come, uh, find, come find me. He'll literally find this man because he might be in the 300 section. Hey, I, <laughs> Tony, Tony, I, I, don't I, don't, Tony I, don't, I don't care. Tony, I don't care where I'm there. I do not care. Make sure to get a side seat so you don't have to be on, uh, like turned around uh, and not looking at the Undertaker's face. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey. Look, okay. I'm serious. Why? Oh. I'm serious. You just get a get a seat where you can actually see his face because you know the seats that they have available right now, or at least they have uh, hey, on the pre on the pre sale. They were there. That's to the back of the Undertaker. That's oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. 
Uh, <laughs> all right, um, I'll see what I can do. But, uh, uh, Jeff, uh, is there anything else you want to discuss? Is there anything else you I, want to talk about? I got nothing. It's going to be weird. No no football. Post-football depression's already hit. Well, 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 guess what? Basketball, 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 and talking shit about baseball. Yes, sir. Also, um, it won't necessarily be no football because guess what's coming up at in April? Ah, uh, the combine and the the draft. No, sir. The United States Football League. Yeah. Which actually, here's the thing. I'm actually a little bit excited for because one, yes, it is spring football. Two, um, it's it's an alternative. Look, you know, um, us as Americans, when there's no baseball, when there's no football on TV, we want we want something else, and that's our best opportunity right now. Um, but I will be honest when I heard the news that the XFL and the NFL will be partnering together for next year, that it kind of excited me. Cause I was like, okay, so Dwayne knows what he's doing. And if anybody wonders who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Dwayne Johnson. You mean the rock black yes. Adam. Yes. Mm. Hobbs. Mm. Um, but seriously though, um, the fact that the uh, the NFL is going to be using the XFL to try out new rules, new technology, um, referee things, just being like kind of like the test ground for future NFL rules, gives the XFL life. You know, because I had heard at first that they were going to try to partner with the Canadian Football League. That didn't work out. But having the backing of the NFL helps tremendously. Like, yeah. I don't think I don't think people realize how much the NFL just having the back of another league helps. And yes, the XFL is not playing this year; they'll be playing next year. But they're taking their time. They're making sure everything is right before they start playing again. Hey, and, I'm all, I'm all for it. You, and what's weird to me is like I saw, um, for the USFL, I saw two of the coaches, and it made me laugh. And I was like, they brought in Jeff Fisher to be one of the coaches, mm-hmm. and they brought in Todd Haley. And I was like, why, why Todd Haley? And then, you, and then you look at the rest of the coaches. They're like college coaches. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it now. Um, but uh, look, it's just it, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, but yeah, I think that's all we have to talk about. Um, Unfortunately, follow, follow us on the social medias. On uh, follow us. Uh, follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, um, iHeartRadio. Go to youtube.com forward slash stadium junkies media or just go into YouTube itself and type in stadium junkies. We should be the first thing that pops up every single time, which is wild. But still think about that. We are the first thing that pops up when somebody types in stadium junkies. Good job. Um, You know, just submit your questions to our Twitter, plural. 
and we may end up doing a Q&A episode at one point in time. I just want some questions. I really do. That's what, I got that's what I really do. I want a mailbag episode, god damn it. You want a mailbag episode. Especially in the off season, give me a mailbag episode. We'll see what happens. I know, I know. But as for everything and everything else we do, my name is Tony Lopez. And, and I'm Jeffrey Burtis. Signing out. Peace, Peace y'all. y'all. Oh, Lord.